serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth, exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you as we are just under 30 minutes away from getting our ball game kicked off as the 3-4 and four Southern Boone County Eagles play on the road taking on the 5-2 and two Blair Oaks Falcons here over in Jeff City as this matchup tonight, a Class 3 District 5 matchup. We close, uh, get even closer to closing out the season and march towards getting to district play. This game's starting to have some important implications on the district standings and the district seedings for the uh, Class 3 District 5, as well as tonight a Tri-Counties matchup as well. The Eagles coming in after an impressive win last week at senior night as they beat the Osage Indians by a score of 42-29 to in a game that uh, they gave them a few points, let Osage score a few points towards the end of the game. But uh, definitely a game that went in their favor. They were ahead 28-7 to at halftime. So at, uh, a few more points scored in the second half than what they would have liked them, but nice way to finish off senior night at their last regular season home game. And as we said tonight, game one of a two-game road stand to end the regular season. Next week, they will be on the road. The Eagles will be on the road to take on California. They'll be at California. And then we'll get into district play. And if the uh, Eagles can show up and do business today and and, uh, next Friday, then there's a good chance that they may be looking at a home playoff game. And that would be something that would be in a couple weeks and would be a great opportunity to host a Home district game, most importantly, have a chance to march towards a championship, at least try to march towards one. But in their way tonight are the Blair Oaks Falcons. Again, we said they're 5-2 and two on the season, 3-2 and two in district play for Southern Boone County. They are 3-3 three and three in district play. Falcons, no matter how you cut it, no matter how you look at it, they're a team that just knows how to win. 
As last year, they finished the season with a record of 13-1, but most importantly, they were state champions for Class 3 in the state of Missouri. The year before that, 2019, they were 12-1. They lost in the state quarterfinals, but 2018, they went 15-0 and won a state championship. I believe they won another one back in 2006, so they know how to win, they know how to compete, and they know how to get to a state championship. See head coach for the Eagles, Trent Tracy, headed this way. We're going to take a quick break. And then be back and get his thoughts as uh, we get set for more of a pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Welcome back to the Free New Challenges Program show here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're going back to the New Challenges with our head coach and Chris Tracy. Coach Tracy, thanks for joining us for the night game. Thanks for having me. Well, last week the Eagles celebrated Junior Night in winning fashion in front of a very packed crowd as they hosted the SA Junior. Won by a final for 42 to 29 of the Class 3 District 5 matchup, as well as Tri County Conference matchup. What were your thoughts on the game last week? You know, obviously, number one, uh, winning is, is going to be cool, so it's, it's great to bounce back after uh, it's kind of a, a, a real bad showing in Paulsville and, and come out last week against SA and come out strong. And uh, most of the game really played tough. There was a little roll there in the fourth quarter, early in the fourth. But, uh, you know, overall, I mean, just with the improvement and, you know, forcing turnovers on defense and scoring off those turnovers was huge. And just overall, uh, happy with our shift. But you knew going into the ball game that Osage was a better team than what their record shows. Much like this squad, they faced some heavy opponents, they faced some tough opponents. So it's something that maybe that, uh, you know, sleeping giant at first, but you don't want to focus too much to work it up. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, yeah, I think it was a good game plan. And the defense that we ran last week was obviously geared toward stopping those kinds We ran a five-down lineman against them, basically a five-two. And, I thought we were much more physical last week. You know, they, they did this. They rushed for 156, but that's kind of the bread and butter. So holding them to 156 rushing is exactly overall pretty good and good job. It's just happy to see those guys go out and perform what we ask to do. And most of the time, if they do what we ask, we're going to come out. Some of those games, uh, they said they faced some tough opponents, but their, their marginal loss is, is pretty narrow and showed that uh, they were in the game a lot of the cases, but they got the ball first last week, and the defense forced them to punt and really kind of set the tone for the rest of the game. Yeah. Turnovers is something that 
had a lot of issues, um, or rather than had work earlier this season, and we really got to put him into the strong ball series. He had three fumbles, and obviously, it's a good killer. We were confident that the other two work were Again, that's just responding. Anytime we give up a touchdown, 90% of the time, that's what the word's coming out of my mouth is. We, we got to respond. It's our turn. We'll be all right. If we can't dwell on it, they just support on it. That ain't going to do us any good. We got to try to fix the mistakes we made. But the biggest thing is we got to respond. And um, ideally, you know, it's our special team coaches is the best way to respond is to take that, that kickoff right back for a touchdown. I was really impressed. Bradley, you know, he, he caught the ball. He hit it hard. And actually, he actually bounced off one of our other guys and was able to gain speed back up and outran everybody. And now you just felt like that momentum shift. You know, it was, okay, gave up a touchdown. We're still up 14-7. to seven. There's not much time left. You know, a lot of people are thinking, okay, why can we 14-7 going into half and then kick off return for a touchdown? And now it's just like, yeah, you know, that's, it's just freaking awesome. And, uh, you know, and then doing And right after that, we kick off. They run a play or two, and Bradley Smith with the interception. Takes it down to about the 30-yard line or so. And then we had four seconds, point four seconds on the clock. And we had time to run one play. And we dug into the bag of tricks. I happened to pick the right one. I had the right trick play for the, the moment. I really was contemplating on a field goal. But I think it was just out of Carter Salter's range. You know, a 29 yard, the ball's on a 29 yard line, so that would have been about a 55, 56 yard field goal. Field condition, uh, you know, just not as good footing for your plant foot, so it was like, hey, one play, let's go. Run the double pass, executed it right, or it again. So, I mean, there was a huge momentum shift to go from 14 to 7 to 28 to 7 in, in less than a minute. You know, that play maybe wasn't the prettiest pass I've ever seen, but watching the play, <laughs> it was a, it was a great play. It was fun to call because you're, you're right. You had that feeling like, okay, we'll score in the locker room 14 to seven. You guys answer with that kickoff return touchdown and then, uh, the interception and you get some trickeration in there and, and it pays off. And, you know, how, how big of a difference then is that going into the locker room with what could have been a 14 to seven lead, but now was a 28 to seven? It's huge. You know, we're up three scores now. It was one score, then it was two scores, and before you knew it, it was we were up three scores. And so, obviously, that that's huge for the momentum. And plus, any time that you can be the last one to score in the second quarter and get the ball back, they kick off to you in, in the third quarter. Again, that that's huge because they kick off to us coming out of halftime, and, and we got the opening kickoff, and several plays later, we score again. So, you know, at that point, you could really feel them deflated. You know, Osage, you know, they were fighting. They got it to a one-score deficit, and before they believed, now we're up four scores. So really kind of distanced the game and put an exclamation point on, on, on our scoreboard. But we still had a lot of football to play, and 
we've got to continue to keep playing with 100% effort to the best of our ability. Because we made it a little too close for comfort to me to go up 35-7 to and the final score is 42-29. to Just some lulls there in the middle of the third and fourth quarter, and we just got to fix those things. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there, too. Is You know, we talk a lot in football about those two-for-one possessions, as you were mentioning. But really, with that interception, it almost became a three-for-one opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. To our, our credit, to the boys' credit, we capitalized on the on those things. And really on those drives, especially coming out third quarter, I mean, I, I remember looking back and our lowest rush was like seven yards and everything was between seven and 15 yards or more each rush down the field. And credit to our offensive line on those plays and, you know, our running backs and, and, and even our quarterback who, you know, hasn't rushed the ball too much this year, but really making the right reads in our offense and was pulling the ball out and, and making them pay in, in the rushing staff. The second half of the game was, was really a continuation of, of carrying the ball. And, you know, the squad came short a couple of times with getting in the end zone, but had a total of 363 yards on the ground. That surpasses your, the team total for the game of what you try to shoot for in 300. And, again, that shows that that's a magic number for you. Yeah, I've said it before and continue to say it is I don't get too wrapped up into, you know, how much we pass versus rush yardage wide for. At the end of the day, it's about production. And against those days, obviously the ground game was magic ticket, rushing for 363 and only passing for 56. You know, there was moments where we tried to throw the ball and, and just missing. There were several lead passes that we were trying to connect to, and it was like just out of the reach, or the corner had actually pretty good coverage. So kind of our ticket set against Osage was running the football and getting into those second manageable downs. Next second down, if you're finding yourself in second or third and ten, there's a higher chance that you're going to punt the football. But if we can pick up four or six yards on the first down, it does open up the passing game more, where if we want to take a shot, worst thing is, is that it's incomplete, and now it's third and four, and the other night, Third and four was the situation where I felt pretty confident we could rush for four yards or more every play. So you had two backs surpass 100 yards in the game, plus last week was probably about the best game, and you kind of alluded to it a little bit, that I've seen seniors starting quarterback in Hayden Stillman run the ball. He was making good reads, doing the right things. He encompassed 66 yards while averaging 7.3 yards a carry. Again, that's a good stat. That makes you feel good when you know if he takes it, he's going to pick up close to that first down just by himself. Yeah, and really that's the key to our success in our offense. Majority of our run plays, we, we have a lead, um, whether it's the backside end or play side end or middle linebacker. If those guys don't stay home and honor the quarterback, then the quarterback's job is to pull the football from the running back and run through the gap that now became open. Hayden was really first play of the game. I called for him to run it, and you could just see his confidence in the run game just really excelled just in that one play. He's not the most fleet of foot, not a very dynamic runner, but it's not about, we don't need guys that can take it to the house anytime they pull it. It's keeping defenses honest because if we can keep that, that backside end honest and that make them stay home, they can't trail the play and tackle our running back from behind. Just being able to keep them honest, pull the football, and, I mean, again, if our quarterback's rushing for 66 yards a night, we're going to be pretty successful and add in that Bradley Smith rushed 10 times for 117 yards, and Jacob Bowles had 18 rushes for 166. You know, that's a pretty nice three-headed monster against Osage. How does that change the uh, the offensive play calling when you know that uh, you've got between 7.6 yards of carry to 10, 15 yards that's being averaged? How much does that open up the playbook and let you guys start having more fun back there? 
it opens it up quite a bit. But really, we're not really running anything different than than what we did week one against Odessa. You know, our blocking teams change a little bit each week based on the defensive front that we see, but our playbook hasn't changed. We've added a few wrinkles, the reverses that you've seen, the double passes, we've added new route combinations, but our ground game is the same that it's been really for the last seven, eight years that I've been here. And it's you're able to keep those the same and not have to change up everything each year because of the read. If you don't have a read and, and something's not working, well, then you kind of have to draw some new things up. But with that read, it really keeps teams honest. You know, we have five offensive linemen on every play. Sometimes we're seeing, you know, last week we saw a 4 2. So there's six guys in the box, but we can only block five of them. So there's always going to be a read on each play. And if that read doesn't do his job correctly, we have to be able to pull the football and make them pass. I think most importantly last week, you know, the guys did their job. They executed the game plan. They helped out their own cause. It was most important as we creep a little closer towards district play with uh, each week. Yeah, I, I thought the effort, the intensity, the physicality was all much better last week. And I even remember Chase Morris, sophomore receiver, sometime in the game. Receivers like to get the football. That's just the truth. And we like to try to get them the football. And I'm like, hey, we'll try to air it out a little bit. And he looked at me and said, Coach, the ground game's working. Let's just stick with that. And that's the kind of stuff you want. That's the unselfish attitude that you want. You want guys to see that, hey, I may not be touching it as much as I'd like to, but that scoreboard is in our favor. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. It's about team success. You know, that was one instance last week where I felt really good about, you know, we are maturing. We are coming together as a football team because we are more worried now about team success as opposed to any type of individual accolades. Those individual accolades will come. Some games, they come a lot more than others. The ultimate goal is just to be playing our best team football, and those show up on the scoreboard. Well, we talked a little bit uh, about it last week, but how much have you guys started talking about the different playoff scenarios and what some options may be? Yeah, really didn't talk about it at all until last week leading up to Osage because at this point in the season, wins and losses, that that number, you know, the whole ratio number really doesn't change a whole lot because we've got seven weeks now and going on week eight. So there's not a whole lot that you can change. But when you look, there's some teams that are really close points-wise. And right now, the one, two, and three seeds right now is uh, Boonville, Mexico, and Blair Oaks. Like, they're all really close. And then the next three seeds is Eldon, us, and Osage, and we're all really close to points. So, you know, we talked to them about, one, number one, controlling our own destiny. And what that means is we can't talk about, well, if this happens or that happens, we might get this seed. All we can do at this point is worry about winning on Friday night. And if we win on Friday night, we kind of talk about here's where we will be. Here's where we'll end up. This is what we can control. All the other things we can't control. We can't control that Mexico lost last year. I think that was a little bit of an upset based on just results throughout the year. Don't know anything about Kirkville, but thought that that was a game Mexico was going to win. And they didn't. So we can't control that and go, well, we can't blame Mexico for losing. You know, it, it, it's a football game. All we can do is control our own outcome. And so we've talked about different scenarios. I personally know that if you look at who everybody plays the remainder of the season, Mexico, I, I truly think, is going to end up back as a one seed. They played Mobley this Friday. Mobley is a Class 4 team, so they are going to get bonus points for that game, regardless of wins or loss, win or loss. And then they play Warrington next week. 
and the, that's a class four team. So they're going to get bonus points. So, you know, I, I really think that you're going to see Mexico back as the one seed, and then it'll be Boonville, then Blair Oaks, and, and I'm hoping we can control our own destiny, and we're, we're a four seed. But we got to win some football games to get that four seed. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that, and, I, you know, I think that's what's what was so critical about last week uh, getting that win is just because it does help out your own college. It doesn't make you rely on others. You know, I've been a lifelong Chiefs fan, and that always seems to be up until a few years ago. You always had to have, like, 18 teams figure out some way to, you know, win, lose, or draw in order to make the playoffs. And, and it's not a it's not a fun place to be, but, you know, the guys showed up to handle business. And, you know, really, I mean, they just do that again, and there's a real good chance to have that home district playoff game against the team possibly that you've already beat this year, which is, is a great uh, is a great thing to look forward to. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, something I hang my hat on because it's, it's the past and it's the results are there my eighth year here and, other than year one, we've hosted the fir- a first round playoff game. So we've been a we've been a four seed or better. Other than year one, and year one we were a six seed. We played the three seed in the opening round and we beat them. So we've won our first round playoff game every year that I've been here, and we have hosted a, the first round playoff game seven out of the last eight years. So that's a, a goal that we have. That that is an obtainable goal. That is a goal that where we have control our own destiny. That's something that should happen. But we have to go one week at a time, and then when we get done with week nine, we'll know where we stand. Well, this week your squad hits the road in game one of a two-game road skid to round out the 2021 fall football campaign. Tonight's game has you playing at the hosting Falcons of Blair Oaks, another Class 3 District 5 and Tri-County Conference matchup. Leading up to a game tonight, how has practice been this week? I don't sugarcoat it. Practice has been a little up and down from this week when you're uh, preparing for Blair Oaks and specifically on my end, Blair Oaks' defense. You know, there's a lot of moving parts. They have a base defense, but in that base defense, they do a whole lot of shifting around. They bring a lot of blitzes from different areas. So we kind of let the scout team be have fun this week and say, hey, you can bring, you can line up in this base defense, but you can move around all you want. You can bring pressure from different areas. And, you know, that's hard. You know, because that, that takes a lot of communication with your offensive line up front. But I wanted to kind of shock them on Tuesday and Wednesday so that they, they are prepared for whatever Blair Oaks might throw at us. We just tell the linebackers not to blitz. That's not realistic because we know what we're going to see when we play Blair Oaks. And then offensively, you know, Blair Oaks runs several different formations with the quarterback that they have. He is a run threat all the time. They run a lot of RPOs pass options so each day got better but you know each week Tuesday practices don't always look the best because you're trying to learn a whole lot of new things on Tuesday Wednesday it's the same new things but you're hoping we get used to it we adjust to it Thursday we adjust more to it and that way Friday it's not we hope that there's not a whole lot of uncertainty we hope that there's not a lot of well well we didn't we didn't see we didn't see this this week you know we try to prepare them for anything and everything How's the health of everybody this week? Health this week, you know, week eight, bumps and bruises. I mean, I, I don't think there's a single football player that feels excellent. You know, Baden Glass is still nursing that foot injury, but I, I think he's getting really close to uh, that 100%. So that's a, you know, Nathan West, who's been out for the last couple weeks, thinks a plan is for him to play next week. That with his shoulder injury, been healing up really well, but time will tell on that one. And just a lot of normal things for a, a normal football season, just trying to get everybody as, as healthy as possible. 
I think you said it right that it'd be hard pressed to find anybody at this point in the season who does not have bruises on their bruises and they're uh, they're maybe a little tired here and there, but that's part of part of the uh, season of high school football here in Missouri. Yeah, there's not a much a lot of turnaround time. There's no bye week. You know, there's a lot of ice being put on bumps and bruises and at the end of the day, you hope enough adrenaline's going on Friday night that those things that ache and pain, you know, that they kind of go out of your mind for a couple of hours and you know they're going to hurt Friday after the game and Saturday morning. But uh, I've been happy that, you know, the guys have really tried to fight through those, those bumps and bruises throughout the year and, and show up and, and fight their butts off. Well, Coach Tracy, I appreciate you joining us on our pregame show. Any final thoughts before you get out of here? No, no, I'm just excited for another opportunity to play this great game and hope for a great showing. So let's go get that W. Yes, sir. West Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach Trent Tracy. We're going to take a break and be back with more of our Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football. You're on the home of the Eagles the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising in the locker rooms as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boot County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care it's time for southern boone county eagles football on the show me sports network This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best game coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. 
as Blake Gasaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gasaway! And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gasaway here with you as we are just about set for kickoff is your Southern Boone County Eagles coming in at 3-4, and four, are playing on the road at Blair Oaks, taking on the 5-2 and two Falcons as coin toss goes in favor of Blair Oaks as they will receive the kick, taking it at about his 10-yard line. Ball still on the turf, and the Eagles have a chance to recover it, and they will maybe at the 15-yard line, and they do coming up with it. A couple of Eagles there, but coming out of the pile with it, I believe, was Tristan McKee comes out of there with it, as that is not the way that the Falcons wanted to start the game. They already lose a fumble. It'll start off with Boone County, as they've got great field position. They'll have it at the 15-yard line of Blair Oaks, so that's where they will start as they'll give it on the end around to Baden Glass. He'll try to work the corner. He'll get uh, about four or five yards before he's thrown down there. Get things reset here. It's actually expecting to see Eagles on defense first. However, they end up with the ball first. So it'll be second and we'll say six. So he picks up about four yards. As in the shotgun again, Stillman will give it off to Bowles. He's quickly wrapped up, and he'll drag the tackler forward maybe a yard, yard and a half before he's taken down there. So we'll bring up a third down for the Eagles as they come out wearing their road white jerseys with the crimson helmets, crimson numerals, black or the dark gray pants and the dark gray trim. As they will break the huddle here, have one receiver to actually two here on the near side, two on the far side. They like to run that twin set. Bowles in the backfield. He'll give the handoff, and he'll be up the middle. He's going to be stopped there at the line of scrimmage. That will bring up a fourth down here. We'll bring up fourth down and eight as Carter Salter will... Come on to try a field goal. The ball will be spotted at the 19-yard line. The snap is down. Kick is going to be blocked. And still a live ball. However, the Eagles are going to try to advance it. An odd play there. They will not get the first down, I don't believe. That ball was on its way, but officials are going to have a timeout to discuss this. Actually, I think they're going to get so we are going to get legal touching. So we'll be in a legal touching. Go over to Blair Oaks as they will have it now. So 
Three and out. Go the Eagles. Laroaks has it on the 13-yard line, their own 13-yard line. They'll send one emotion to the far side as they work left to right. Quick pass off to their receiver. He's got four or five yards before he's going to be ushered out. That is uh, Alec Weberg, 6'165 pound junior, starting quarterback. Well, then Bill and Hare, the third-year starter. He is a junior, so he has started his third year now. They'll bring up a second, and they'll say seven. Looking downfield, has a receiver wide open, hit him in stride. That is Liebert, and he's going to be off to the races at the 30, at the 20. He's got huge yardage there as he'll be down inside the 15. He was wide open as that pass goes for a whole lot of yardage. As Liebert wide open on the play. And will be spotted at the 17-yard line. They will check the sidelines. Well, we have a penalty, false start on Blair Oaks, so they'll back him up. First penalty here that's racked up some yardage. So we'll be first and 15. They'll send one in motion, quick pass out to the far side. We'll have three or four yards before he's thrown out. It's a little hard to see. That'll bring up a second and long. Just a couple yards on a play. They'll send one in motion as they've got uh, three wide receivers far side, two near side. Here, pump fakes, rolling to the near side. It's his receiver, but he dropped the ball. He got lit up there on the back end by Kellen Ash and dropped the ball incomplete. That will bring up a third down. The pass was intended for Will Libert, the six foot hundred eighty-five pound junior. So I'm bring up a third and long now. Clock rolling. That's the snap of the ball. Looking for the end zone. That was too easy. As pass completed to Alec Weberg. That goes for a 20-yard touchdown pass. So that was just too easy for them. That pass from Hare to Weberg for 20 yards. Puts Blair Oaks ahead, 6 to nothing. They're going to try a two-point conversion. Hare will have it. He'll roll to the near side. He's going to pass it. That is complete. So two-point conversion, good. So that two-point conversion... Good to haul, so that makes it an eight to nothing ball game here with nine twenty-six left to go in this first quarter. We'll take a break. Be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan. 
and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Flanagan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you earn. The law offices of Russ Flanagan. Well, they're wasting no time as they kick it off, and the Eagles are going to try to take it to the house as they've got a nice move, and they are going to return the ensuing kickoff back to the house as it goes. Another return by Bradley Smith takes it to the house, and again, they answer on a kickoff return as Smith takes it about 80 yards to the house. We said quickly they are working to get that kickoff, and Smith finds a seam. And back-to-back weeks, he's had kickoffs taken to the house. So one play, one score. Salter will come on to try the PAT. Bradley Smith gets another kickoff return to his credit. Snap is down, place is down, kick is up, and kick is good. That makes it a one-point ball game at 8-7. to seven. We'll take another break here. We'll be back to listen to exclusive coverage of Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Well, we'll see what the teams come up with here as back-to-back weeks now, Bradley Smith, return man extraordinaire for the Eagles, has taken a kick back to the house, and so in fashion. Another high end over end kick. Going to be taken about to the 10. That taken by the return man. He's going to be quickly upfield. He's making nice moves. And he's going to be off to the races himself. And he's going to answer and take it 90 yards to the house. And he will score as taking that back is Zachary Harrigan. And Harrigan takes it 90 yards to the house. So we've had back-to-back-to-back touchdowns. Harrigan scores. As we are off to a high-scoring affair here at Blair Oaks. I'll do all this myself and running out of pen and paper at the moment. And Blair Oaks will come on try the old-fashioned PAT. Kick is down. That kick is up. Kick is good. But now the score, that makes it 
15 to 7. So we'll take another break here. If you're listening to exclusive coverage, Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Oh, whoa. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. Oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. That's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. Well, we'll see if the third time's a charm as the Falcons again tee it up. Bradley Smith back also. Morris back there. Kick will be taken at the 20. On the far side with Smith. He's working near side. He'll be wrapped up. He'll be taken down at the 25. It was actually, would have been Tate John returning that kick, actually. A second here, let me get caught up on. What was that? I'll keep a few stats. As the Eagles will, start with the ball on their own 25. In shotgun will be Stillman. He'll quick pass off here to the near side. With it, he is glass. We have a flag coming in. He catches it. Baden falls forward. Gets up. Gimpy on that left leg. He has that, that uh, toe injury. They're going to say block in the back, so we'll back up the Eagles. So. Have a first and very long now. We'll bring up a first and twenty-two now for the Eagles. They'll have twin receivers either way. Bowls in the backfield. As Stillman throws it, and that ball is going to be tipped up and caught off the fly as Ash does a nice job to knock it out of the hands of the defender and come down with it. Became the defender for a minute, (laughs) then became the wide receiver again. We'll bring up a second down now for the Eagles. They'll have trip receivers here near side one, far side. Again, as they work right to left on your media center or your app. They'll give it off quickly up the middle as Bowles. He's got a first down. The Bowles picks up good yardage there. Trying to get everything updated here. They'll give it off again. Bowles is quickly through the middle, and he's off to the races. He's going to be at the 30, at the 20, trying to have a foot race. He'll be taken down near the 5 as he picks up close to 50 yards on that play. He got the legs moving, and he was quickly downfield. Exactly what... 
The Eagles needed right there as they'll set up first and goal. Apologize, we just lost the internet for one second, so dropped our broadcast. So hopefully everybody's finding their way back to our broadcast here. So it'll be first and goal now. Ball at the six-yard line. The Eagles are bringing their power back formation. Up under center is Stillman. He'll give it to second man through. That's Bowles. He'll push for a couple yards, and he will get thrown down there. Clock rolling, 7.03 left to go here in this opening quarter. The Falcons lead the Eagles 15-7. But the Eagles knocking on the door. They've got first and goal here. Ball's at the four-yard line after that huge run by Bowles of 50-plus yards. That'll help his average. He comes in averaging seven yards a carry. Tillman will keep it himself. Pile pushing, pushing. We're going to say he's down close to the goal line, but not. Across pay dirt just yet. This will bring up a third down now. It'll be third and goal ball just shy of the goal line. I was a betting man. I think we may see the same exact play. Still going to go up under center. Has two receivers either. Has uh, two on the far side. We will. Pyle will push. And touchdown as Stillman gets credit for a one-yard touchdown pass. Sorry, a one-yard touchdown run. That pulls Eagles within two. We'll see if they want to go for a tie, go for a two-point conversion, or try the old-fashioned PAT. That'll cut that two-point lead down to one. Looks like they are going to try to tie it up with a two-point conversion. They will have the power back again. Tillman roll to the far side, looking to the end zone off the hands of his receiver. That two-point conversion is incomplete. They had a chance. Pass falls off the hands of Ash. So we'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Try to tie it up. All just short. That drive goes 75 yards in six plays. Salter has it teed up. He's going to kick it on the far side. And it's going to go out of bounds. So we'll have wide called on that. Stillman able to take it from one yard out to cut that lead down to two at a 15 to 13 score. Falcons will have the football. They're on 35-yard line. Hare will have five wide receivers empty backfield as he's looking near side and passes complete to his receiver. Receiver checked in. 
Read the number wrong. That's Alex Weberg. Weberg picks up a new set of downs. He's got it at the 49-yard line, their own 49-yard line. Again, same formation except load up on the other side. Pass complete. That's Weberg again. He'll have nearly five yards before he's pushed out of bounds as Morris in on the tackle for the Eagles. Weberg, Weberg rather, picks up decent yardage there. We'll bring up a second and short now, second and five. They'll quickly snap it here, drops back, has a little bit of pressure, going to roll to his far side. Now he's in trouble, pockets collapsing. He'll roll to the near side, looking downfield. Receiver standing wide open. Weberg has it, juggles it, catches it at the 30. He's off to the races at the 15-10. Makes one man miss, and they're going to say he's down just shy of the goal line. That will be a new set of downs. It'll be a first and goal. Ball will be at the six-yard line. These Falcons do not take any time getting downfield. Four receivers, far side, one near side. Hare will be in shotgun. Well, we just gave him five, half the distance to the goal line, rather, because the Eagles jumped off. Hare, the junior starting quarterback, gives a hard count, draws. Eagles off sides. They were going on the count rather than going on the play. Movement of the ball. Clock rolling at 523 here in this first quarter. And Hare will give it off. Make it actually keep it himself trying to get the corner. He will not do so. He does pick up a couple yards. He'll be down near the uh, two-yard line, maybe a little closer than that. In on the tackle there. Like he's down at the one yard line. We'll bring up a second and goal. All outside one yard line. Air has two receivers on either side that work in left to right wearing their green jersey tops. They'll give it to the big man. And he will rumble through. And that is Caden Barber. So Caden Barber gets a one yard touchdown run to his. Credit on the night. We've had five touchdowns here between the two teams. Two of which have been kickoff returns. Let's come on to try the PAT. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick. Is good. That makes it a twenty-two to thirteen lead for the Falcons. As we play here, there's four forty-five left to go in this first quarter. We'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football and the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products, as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. 
That'll kick off already underway. A side winding kick will be taken, but whistle blows, so they will call it in. They do call legal procedure on Blair Oaks, so we'll back them up. Blair Oaks does lead 22 to 13 right now. 4:45 left on the clock here in this first half. In this a class three district five matchup. There's a tri counties matchup. That one will be a side winding kick. Smith will take it. At his 22-yard line, he'll work on the far side. Now cut in more on the far side, gets through the first wave, spun around, still on his feet. He'll be down near the 44-yard line where Southern Boone will take over. Bradley Smith has come on here in these last couple of games to make things interesting, get the heart rate up a little bit on these returns. He took one back to the house last week, and he's taken one to the house this week. So they do... Start on their own 44-yard line, do the Eagles. They trail 22-13 to 13 here to Blair Oaks. Trip receivers far side, one here on the near side, as the Eagles will work right to left. Now they'll send one in motion. High snap, but Stillman's able to put a hand on it, comes down with it, lucky break there. He'll just have to eat it as he's going to be taken down in the backfield for a loss. They say he'll lose a yard, so ball will be back uh, half a yard based on the spot of the ball. It's now at the 43-and-a-half yard line. So second and long here for the Eagles. In twin receivers either way, and working right to left on your media center or your Show Me Sports Network app. They'll get the snap looking downfield. Has a receiver open, just overthrew him. It was outstretched, outstretched off the hands. He had the defender beat over there, as that was intended for Kellen Ash, the six foot, 150 pound sophomore. Rather, Chase Morris, a 5'8", 150 pound sophomore. So, lose a couple inches there. Couldn't tell my eight from a three. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasway here with you. And then you coverage all season long of Southern Boone County Eagles football. We're on the home of, exclusive home, I should say, Eagles football. On the Show Me Sports Network. Wilson Evans in motion. Still going to drop back, looking downfield. Same play again. That one just over the intended receiver. Tried to give the stutter step there and just took enough off. Over his hands. That was intended. That one was intended for Kellen Ash. So we'll bring up a fourth down here. The Eagles... Looks like they might try to go for it. Lock under four to play here in this opening quarter. They'll have four receivers on the far side, one here on the near side. Stillman takes the high snap, has to roll to the far side, and he just has to go down with it. I think he was probably going to try to pooch kick it there, but he has to go down on the 35. That's a turnover on downs. Blair Oaks will take over on the 35-yard line of the Eagles. So they'll send five receivers looking downfield, pass over everybody's head, as Hare just rocketed it. 
to Weberg and threw it through his hand. 3.48 left on the clock. Again, Falcons lead 22-13. We'll line up here again. Ball on the 35-yard line of the Eagles. Five wide receivers, two on the far side, three on the near side. Empty backfield is there. They get the snap. He'll drop back. And looking again, Weberg has the completion wide open. He'll have it for 11 yards. You set it down. Weberg just finds a soft spot on that defense and just camps out there. Ball's right on the money. Two receivers will go. Got three on the far side, two here on the near side. And here is a threat to run it himself. He'll get the snap, looking far side. He'll throw it a little bit behind Weberg, and ball's going to be on the turf, so not a good pass there. Eagles defense will sub some players here as we're under three and a half to go in this opening drive, opening quarter rather. Drive coming up, the fourth play of the drive for the Falcons. And they're airing it out with five wide receivers. There again, will send one in motion. He'll get the shotgun snap, fake the handoff, looking downfield for the end zone. And just threw it into his receiver who just ran into the goalpost and drops the ball. That was intended for Weberg. However, he might have been out of the back of the end zone when he actually got that ball, but most importantly, chest plants into the padded upright there in the end zone. Let's bring up a third down. It'll be third and ten for the Falcons. Ball on the 19-yard line. And five wide receivers. That's there. Be in shotgun once again. He'll drop back, look far side. It's his receiver who just dropped the ball. That was Weberg. Weberg puts it on the ground. You've got to wonder if he heard some footsteps there as pressure was coming. Falcons are going to go for it here. They all look over and get the sign from head coach and Ted LePage. His eighth year here at Blair Oaks. Arrow get the snap, looking downfield. Tosses it over everybody's head, but I think there was a mugging. Might have been a double mugging. His flags come in from both sides of the field. The pass was intended for Will Libert, but pretty sure that Might have been a pass interference call. Box stop 306 left to go here in this first quarter. 22-13 your score in favor of the Falcons over the Eagles. We are having a conversation now. We'll see what they're going to call. So we'll be half the distance to the goal. Most importantly, it'll be another first down. That should be the fifth unofficial first down for Blair Oaks. It'll be first and 10 on the 11-yard line, so they can't get a first down without getting in the end zone. Harold drop back, looking for the corner of the end zone, has the ball up off the hands of his receiver. Nice job of the Eagles to defend that. Gave them nowhere to come down with it. Nowhere. Nowhere to come down with it and nowhere to 
catch that. Bomber working him down the sidelines there. They are under three minutes to go here in this first quarter. In 22 to 13, Eagles trailing. Send a man in motion here. We'll actually give it off this time to Barber. He's trying to work the corner. He does a nice move to cut inside near the five, so he'll pick up about six yards on the play. Aiden, the 5'8", 170-pound senior. We'll bring up a third down. So far, the Falcons are one of two on third downs. This will be their third, third down of the game. They'll... Again, send three receivers far side, two on the near side. Here will be in shotgun. He'll send one in motion. As he'll keep it himself rolling to the far side, he's going to put his head down, put his shoulder down. He's going to be in there for a four-yard touchdown run. Hare goes in from four yards and extends the Falcons' lead. The fireworks go off in the background. And we'll come on to try the old-fashioned PAT. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is good. So that makes it a 20 Nine to thirteen score. As we'll pause here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention, class of 2021. It's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Well, the Eagles take it 35 yards in eight plays and add to their lead. They now lead by a score of 29 to 13. Ball teed up high, end over end kick will be taken on the far side by Smith again near the 20. He's working straight up the far side. He's still on his feet, tied to tightrope. He'll be out near the 35. Smith gets decent return yardage over on the other side. Like he got up to the 34 yard line. They will set up again with twin receivers on either side. Arrows leading 29-13 here. Still 2-11 left in this opening quarter. They send a man in motion. They'll give it to him on the end around. That's Chase Morris. He's trying to work the far side. Cuts back inside. He's across the 40. Still on his feet near midfield. He's going to pick up 15 yards on that end around. Ball will be spotted. Touching midfield. Clock rolling, a minute 51 left here in this opening quarter. 
Both teams having some fireworks here. Both teams having kickoff returns for touchdowns. Again, twin receivers either way. Stillman in shotgun. As Bowles behind him, they'll send Evans in motion. He'll pitch it off to Bowles. He's trying to work the far side, has some room. He's got five yards, cuts inside. He's got 10, 15, off to the race. He's at the 30, the 25, 20, 10, 5, England to the corner, touchdown. Bowles takes it 50 yards out. Bowles gets credit for a 50-yard touchdown run. He has had two 50-plus yard runs tonight. One of those got them down to a first-and-goal series, which they scored on that one. He takes it to the house himself. That cuts that lead down to 10. Salter will come on to try the PAT, looking to make it a nine-point game. Bowles gets credit for that 50-yarder. Map is down, kick is up, and it is good. And Salter cuts that 10-point lead down one more to nine. As we will pause here and be back, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. That drive is three plays, 66 yards. Salter goes on to make the PAT to add the exclamation point to that. Teeing it up will be Salter. He's going to try a little squib kick. He'll be taken about the 35 by one of the up men. He's going to be spun around and he'll be placed down after about a 10-yard return. Will be the return man there. The up men. So ball will be on the 45. On the Falcons' own 45-yard line. They'll come out here. Four receivers here on the near side, one far side. They'll send one in motion. Now he'll stop, come back here on the near side. They'll fake the pitch off, keeping himself as hair. He's got 5'10". He's got 15, cutting near the near side, 20, 25. He's going to be off to the races inside the 20. Cuts inside. He'll be ushered down inside the 10-yard line. So he takes that close to 50 yards himself. He just cuts inside, got to that second wave of the defense, and he was off. Clock stopped. A minute eight left here. In 29-20, your score, Blair Oaks leading the Eagles. So it is first and goal at the eight-yard line. They load up the far side with it. They've got four receivers far side, one back in the back to extend the left hip pocket of Hare. They'll sling it off to his receiver. Catching that is Harrigan. He'll be down near the five-yard line. Harrigan caught that. It's down near the five. Lock rolling under 40 seconds to go here in this opening quarter. 
seven touchdowns scored here in this opening quarter. 29 to 20 ball game. Well, we just gave them another half distance to the goal line as the Eagles just jump off sides, have contact. So, Will, back. The defense will back up. That'll be half the distance to the goal line, so we'll be second and go on the two. The hair will be in shotgun again. He has one back behind him, three receivers near side, one far side. That's Barber behind him. He'll hand it off to him. He's straight up the middle. He's untouched for a two-yard touchdown run. So Barber gets another touchdown to his name. He takes it from two yards out. He was untouched to the end zone. Clock stopped at 19 seconds in this first quarter. They will come on to try the PAT. Snap is down, kick is up. Kick is good. So now to make it 36 to 20. Falcons lead. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Eagles football. You're on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years, I tried to get my disability, and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Flanagan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time, where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I would hope you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you earn. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. That drive goes three plays, 55 yards. Exit. A 36-20 score after the PAT. That'll be a shorter kick. And Smith will take it on the run about the 25. He makes it through the first wave, but somebody tripped him up as he had aspirations to take that back to the house. One shoestring away from possibly taking it to the house. He's tripped up there. They will spot the ball at the... 42-yard line of the Eagles. Clock says 15 seconds left here in this opening quarter. It's 36-20 to 20 in favor of the Falcons. Now the show blitz by the linebackers. They'll back off. Stillman gives the handoff quickly up the middle as Bowles. He does a nice job to get through the first wave. He'll be down on the 45, so he'll pick up short yardage. Bowles picks up three yards. It'll bring up a second and seven, and that will take us to the end of the first quarter. A high-scoring affair so far as the Falcons lead 36-20. to 20. We'll pause here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983.
And we switch into the field. 12 minutes on the clock here as we are about ready to start the second quarter. Eagles have it on their own 45-yard line. They trail 36 to 20. And a second and seven here. And now they'll be working left to right on your media center or your Show Me Sports Network app. Gasly here with you. I hand it up to Bowles. He's tripped up immediately. He'll pick up maybe a yard, yard and a half. So two yards there. So it'll bring up a third and five. We'll bring up a third and five for Southern Boone County. Win receivers either way. Stillman in shotgun. He has bowls behind him. He'll get the snap looking downfield, looking far side. He's going to throw it up and off the hands as Glass laid out for it, and Baden could not come down with it just a little bit over his head, so we'll bring up a fourth down. We'll bring up a fourth and five here for the Eagles. Said they trail 36 to 20 here. We're just into the second quarter. Stillman will be in shotgun. He'll have two receivers either way again. Those will be behind him. He'll send Morris in motion. He'll give it to him on the end around. Morris trying to get behind his blocks. And he's going to be close to that first down. We'll see where they officially mark him. Looked like he almost outran his block there. Morris picks up. He's either going to have nine and a half yards or ten right on the money. And here it's right in front of me, and it looks like where they place the ball it is going to be, looks like, just shy. Looks like he's maybe... Preliminary indications from my eyeballs, which are not the best. Looks like he's possibly going to be about a half yard shy. We'll see how accurate I am here as they stretch the chains out. No official indication, but the Blair Oaks players say it is short, and that does look like can't see from here, but head coach for the Eagles and Trent Tracy is over. As long as they debated about that, that has to be pretty close. So it was actually less than a yard. It will be a turnover on downs. Blairucks will take over on the 47-yard line, their own 47-yard line, after a turnover on downs. It'll be an interesting question to ask. Head coach Trent Tracy at some point. It might not make it to the air, but I'd like to see exactly how close that was. He's a little closer than I am. They are down having a discussion. They are checking out officially how long those links are on the chains, but officials say it is Falcons football. 
They'll come out with three receivers near side, one on the far side. Here will be in shotgun. As he will get the snap in a second, they want to look over, see if they're going to call an audible on the play. They will shift over their backs. They'll give it straight up the middle. They've got 10 yards and more. As tripped up at the 30, that ball carrier, Caden Barber, he takes it 20 yards upfield. Leaves the chains. It's closer towards the end zone. 11.06 left here before halftime. Falcons lead 36-20. to 20. All on the 31-yard line. Again, Trips here on the near side, one on the far side. Barber gets the handoff, but quickly eaten up by Sam Hampton as they're going to say he maybe lost about a half yard. He was lucky to get back to the original line of scrimmage. They do say he got back to the line of scrimmage, so they bring up a second and 10. All still on the 31-yard line for the Falcons, who do lead by 16 at 36-20. to 20. Second and 10. Two receivers near side. Two on the far side. They are bunched up on the far side. One back in the back. That's Barber. Fake the handoff. Looking across the middle. Hit his receiver. He's going to be tackled inside the 10. Catching that is Will Libert. Libert gets down inside the 10. Moves the chains. Sets up a first and goal. It will be on the seven-yard line. Twins again either way. Here in shotgun, Barber will be standing about a yard behind and to the left. Now, as I say that, he'll switch and go to the right side. They're looking near side. Now he's going to roll to the near side. I think he'll keep it himself. There is a flag down. He'll stretch out to the end zone, and we'll see what they're going to call. Probably in the neck of the woods of a holding call. Hold at the 10-yard line, so touchdown will be taken off the board. Box stop, 9.46. So now it will be a first and goal from the 20. First and goal at the 7. So first and goal on the 20 now. Falcons still lead 36-20. to 20. Trip receivers far side, one on the near side. Barber standing to the left of Hare. He'll send one in motion across the play. and take the handoff. Hare will keep it himself. He'll be met at the line of scrimmage. He'll fall forward maybe four yards. Hare picks up. Well, they say four yards, so we'll bring up a first, a second and goal rather at the 16-yard line. There we'll direct a little traffic again. They'll load up on the far side with three receivers far side, one on the near side. Barber in the left hip pocket of Hare. Now they'll run the in around, fake the handoff again, looking downfield, up in the air through the hands of the receiver that was intended for Zach Harrigan. Through his hands and incomplete, we'll bring up a third and goal. Defense for the Eagles trying to stiffen up a little bit. 
Seems like they've had their backs to the wall most of the game. Just trying to stiffen up a little bit here. We'll bring up a third and goal at the 16-yard line. Lock stop, 9.08 left to go here before halftime. Falcons lead 36-20. to 20. Send another man in motion. That's Barber now. He'll dance around in the backfield, look over there, don't throw it to him. And pass is going to be tipped and caught by one of the linemen. That will bring up fourth and goal, though. I that ball was tipped. They're having a discussion to see if it was illegal touching. Officials discussing this play. They're going to call actually a personal foul on Blair Oaks. And the official, the White Hat, will come over and talk to ACU head coach Ted DePage. He's got a record of 93 and 16 here at Blair Oaks and 179 and 62 overall. Both had a win. They do call a personal foul after the play dead, dead ball foul. So Blair Oaks will have fourth and goal now at the at the 31 yard line. Gonna be trying to call a timeout. And Southern Boone County takes their first timeout with 8.48 left to go here in the first quarter. I'll just keep it right here. So hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway here with you. Bringing you all coverage all season long. Don't forget if you haven't done so, be sure. And look us up on Facebook. Like our Facebook page. Just search the Show Me Sports Network. You'll find us on there. Try to post uh, various graphics and things throughout the week. To be honest, we all get a little busy sometimes, so sometimes it's a struggle, but we try to post uh, the starting lineups as well as the game day graphic and any other things the team passes along. Hopefully you enjoy tonight's broadcast. Enjoying them all season long. Another thing you can do is always send us a message there. Tell us you're enjoying the broadcast and where you're at. We'd like know where our listeners are from, and hopefully that you are enjoying the broadcast. Be sure to share our page. Share the broadcast with your friends and everyone you know. Another cool thing about our network, too, is that uh, if you miss the game or you have something going on and you can't finish listening to the game, we archive them anywhere podcasts can be found. If you can find archived games, just search the Show Me Sports Network. Well, Blair Oaks just gave themselves more yardage here as... One of the receivers took off way too early, so it'll be a false start. So it'll back him up here. So now it'll be fourth and goal at the 36-yard line. Yeah, you heard that right. Fourth and goal at the 36. So five receivers, two near side, one, and three on the far side. Going to the backfield is Hare. He's got some pressure rolling to the far side. Hampton breathing down his neck. Now he's going to have to roll to the near side. Still has it, has to get rid of it. He's going to just chuck it up in the air. And it's going to be a jump ball, and the Eagles are going to come down with it at the five-yard line. That's Morris with it. He'll be across the 20, across the 25, at the 30. So bad decision there by Hare as he panicked and threw it up, an interception. 
by Chase Morris as he takes it the other way. Honestly, though, under the circumstances, that's probably just as good as a punt for the Falcons. However, it does hurt the stat sheet just a little bit. The ball will be at the 31-yard line of the Eagles. They trail 36-20. to 20. Twin receivers either way, working left to right. Stillman gets the shotgun snap, looking near side, looking downfield, throws it up. Morris has to come back for it. He's got it at the 40. Now he's still on his feet across the 30, 25, 20, race to the end zone, 15, 10. He'll be ushered out right there. Nice job of him to break off his route and come back and get that as it was just a little bit short. His defender was not paying attention. But hold the phone. It's going to come back. As they're going to have an ineligible man downfield. It wouldn't have mattered if he would have got in the end zone. It wouldn't have counted. doesn't count as it is. And Morris, a little frustrated as he jogs back upfield. That play went a huge, huge play. That was 50-plus yards again taken off the board. So now it'll be at the 26-yard line. With the penalty, first and ten, first and uh, fifteen from there. Win formation again. They get the snap, far side pass over everybody's head, looking for his receiver in McKee. Smith has checked in the backfield for the Eagles. Bring up a second and 15. Ball at the 26-yard line for the Eagles. Knock stopped with that incomplete pass at 8.06 left here before halftime. Play clock rolling at 12 seconds. Win receivers either way again. Filming in shotgun. Smith behind him. Five on the play clock. Four, three. They'll send Evans in motion. He'll get it on the end around as he cuts it inside. Now cuts back outside. He'll pick up maybe two yards. He'll bring up a third down. It'll be a, I'm going to say only gained one yard, so I thought he gained two, but they'll say third and 14 now. Ball to 27-yard line. These are those plays that big, Pass completion to Morris that got down to the 10 comes off because of the penalty. Those are ones that they're going to watch in film. It gives you gray hair as a coach. Somebody just got downfield too quickly. The twin receivers again either way. The Eagles have to call timeout because it was two seconds on the play clock. Well, they call their second timeout with 7.20 left in the second quarter. We'll take a break here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Oh, oh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. But <laughs> we're thinking about Tokyo. I know a guy. You know an agent too. That's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405.
Well, the Eagles have to call a timeout as they started to get in their stances. Just two seconds left on the play clock. So second timeout they've called. Comes with 7.20 left here in the second quarter. They'll bring third down and 14 so far. Southern Boone is 0-4 on third downs. Last week they were 2-5. They'll have some pressure coming as they fake it a couple of times. Going to the far side is Stillman. He still has it. Has to give it off to his outlet, Alvin Morris, and he'll tightrope the sidelines before he's pushed out. He will get back to the original line of scrimmage. As knocked down near the five-yard line, so close to 20 yards away from the play was Stillman. They're going to have official timeout real quick. Stillman was head knocked down close to 20 yards downfield behind the play. We'll bring up a fourth down now. Picked up four yards on that play, but could have been a whole lot worse. Clock stop, 7-10 left to go here before halftime. We're straight up 8 o'clock. Blake Gasway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network. Stillman will get the snap. He'll roll to the near side. Nice kick. High spiraling kick. He's going to bounce at the 25, take an Eagles bounce. Now it'll roll back the other way, but it's inside the 25. And McKee will down it there. So good job of Stillman to step around the pressure. Pooch kick it. They spot it at the 20. One-yard line. Blair Oaks will take over as they lead. High score of 36 to 20. Seven minutes exactly left here in this first half. We've seen a lot of scoring from both teams. Blair Oaks, they lead by 16 here. They'll fake the handoff looking downfield. And hitting his receiver, and he's going to take it to the house. His pass completed to Nick Closer. And Closer takes it. Closer, rather, takes it 79 yards. That lengthens the lead. One play, 79 yards on the touchdown. I think that's how you answer to the Blair Oaks. Need one play, score another touchdown. We'll try the PAT. Snap is down, kick is up. The kick is good. That makes it 43-20 to 20 now. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns, by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Well, that's been the longest that we've had a stretch without a touchdown, it seems. That took Blair Oaks. One play, 79 yards. 
as they take it downfield. PAT was good. Lincoln, their lead. They will tee it up. Smith and Morris back to receive the kick. A high end over end kick will be taken by Smith at the 20. He'll work it near the 30, and he'll get cut down there. where we'll set up shop. The Eagles will have it at their own 30-yard line. Trying to run up the middle, and that is quickly closed. I say no gain on the play. will send it on the inner round to Evans. He cuts inside. He's got six, seven yards before he falls down there. So we'll bring up a third down. Bring up a third and four for the Eagles. They'll have one in motion here on the near side. They'll fake the end around and give it up the middle to Smith, and he's quickly swallowed up, so we'll bring up a fourth down. Smith could not find any room there. So called. So I call it on Southern Boone. They're going to punt it. Get another good bounce. 
That punt goes down at the 20, so that's where Blair Oaks will take over. Take a break here. Be back to listen to exclusive coverage of Eagles football. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. Well, Weber has another catch there, another seven downs. They quickly work up field. Stats there. Some of these things at one time. Blair Oaks took over on their own 20 after that good punt. Dropping back his hair. He's looking on the far side and made the catch. Hit his receiver across midfield. Well, let's see who that was. It came up and snug it away. Will Libert catches that. Takes it 18 yards upfield. Another new set of downs. He went up and just took that away in midair. Nice job. Well, the Eagles give him another penalty there. It's encroachment on the Eagles, so it would have been a first and ten at the 46-yard line now becomes a first and five at the 41. Pass over on the far side. Looking around. Adam Hall comes down with it. Looks like that does move the chains. It does so. That will be another first down. Unofficially 11 first downs for Blair Oaks. Just three for Southern Boone. Clock. Rolling 3.50 to go here before halftime. Blair Oaks leads 43-20. to 20. All spotted on the 35-yard line. Three receivers near side. Now they'll send one in motion to make it four. They'll get the end around, working to try to get the corner. Now cutting it up the middle is carrying it. That is Barber, and he's got about 20 yards there. Moves the chains himself. He picks up 20 yards on that. It'll be first and 10 ball at the 15-yard line. Put that back on the 16-yard line. So it picks up 19 yards. Good clock rolling, 320 to go here before halftime. One receiver's near side, three on the far side. They're all bunched up. His hair will be in shotgun. Extended at the 20-yard line. He'll quick pass off. Off to Harrigan. He'll make one man miss. He'll be pushed out. Near the 10-yard line, so about the 11. They will bring up a second and say six. Second and six. All at the 11-yard line of the Eagles. Trips on the far side, two on the near side. There will be in shotgun. They send one in motion. They'll give it on the end around. 
Trying to get the corner working in. That is Libert, and he picks up a new set of downs as well, so that'll make it first and goal. That's coming to play the eighth play of the drive. It's same formation. O'Brien trips on the far side, two on the near side. Here will be in shotgun. He'll have Barber standing behind him on the left side. Now move him over to the right side. He'll work left. Now cut right. He is going to be short of the goal line as the pile is pushed backwards. It looks like he'll gain about two yards. It'll bring up a second and goal at the two. The Falcons leading 43-20. to 20. Clock rolling 240 left to go here before halftime. Barber standing this time on the right side. Now they'll motion him to the left side, keeping it his hair, and he'll be in there for a two-yard touchdown run. The hair gets credit for a touchdown. Comes out from two yards. That adds to the lead for the Falcons. It was an eight-play, 80-yard drive. Comes with 225. It's here in the second quarter. Another PAT snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is good. That makes it a 50-20 to 20 ball game. With 225 left to go here before halftime. We'll pause again and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. Now the Falcons take it 80 yards in eight plays and score with a two-yard touchdown run by their quarterback and Dylan Hare. That makes it a 50-20 to 20 ball game. And another high sidewinding kick will take a bounce. It'll be Taken by Morris at about the 25-yard line. He's working the far side. Stips arm, one man still on his feet. He's going to have some blockers on the far side, but they need to turn around and block for him. Somebody's got to turn around and look for some help. They were leading the charge, but did not turn around and give him a wall, and Blair Oaks catches up with him. And that's going to be another play they're going to watch on film and say, guys, Blair Oaks Falcons are behind you. Quit running that way. Turn around and look. Morris turns what was a little short kick into a good play. It'll put Southern Boone at the 30-yard line of the Falcons. Twin receivers again either direction. Clock stopped, 212 left to go here before halftime. Tillman will drop back, looking near side, throwing downfield, looking for Morris, and he's got it inside the 10 near the 6-yard line. He hit him in stride. Morris had a good position. On the defender, and that'll bring up a first and goal. 
We'll bring up a first and goal ball at the six-yard line. The Eagles trying to punch it in here as they trail by 30 at 50-20. to 20. Two receivers, far side, now two on the near side. Still going to look over, get the call. He has Bowles standing behind him. They'll be in shotgun. They'll send Morris in motion. They'll get the snap looking far side. They pitch it off to Morris. He's got it around the corner. He's in there for a six-yard touchdown. Two plays result in a six-yard touchdown pass from Stillman to Morris. They are able to make short work of a short field and try to cut that lead down. Salter will come on to try the PAT. Snap is down, kick is up. Kick is good. And with that, it makes it a 50-27 to 27 ball game in favor of the Falcons. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Well, it's been a lot of scoring here is Eagles Trail. The Falcons, 50-27. to 27. Salter will tee it up for the Eagles. We will have sidewinding kick will be taken by one of the up men just inside of the 20. He'll work the far side. He's making men miss. Now he'll be tripped up by Salter at the 50. That was a touchdown-saving tackle right there. I believe that was... Bischoff with the return. That is who returned it. They spotted on the 50, so 50 yards away from the end zone are the Falcons. They lead 50 to 27. Clock stopped a minute and 34 left here in this first half. Snap it to Hare. He'll keep it all the way on a quarterback keeper. He's trying to get the corner. He does so. He's got 5, 10 yards. He's off to the races. He is liable to take it 50 yards, but pushed out of bounds. Nice job of the defense not to give up on that play. Push him out of bounds. Hold him to a 35-yard gain. We'll bring up a new set of downs unofficially. 14th first down for Blair Oaks. Fox stopped a minute, 24. Ball will be on the 17-yard line. Air again will roll to the far side. He's looking downfield. Has his receiver open, but dropped the ball. That was intended for Harrigan. He dropped the ball, so we'll bring up a second and 10. Ball still at the 17-yard line. Blair Oaks leading 50 
to 27 here with a minute 18 left to go in the first half. We've seen both teams return a kickoff to the house. We've seen both teams come close to breaking two or three more. The twin receivers either way for the Falcons. Now they'll split off another one on the far side. And just threw that one over everybody. Did Hare was he was looking a little dig route and nobody was there. He didn't get knocked down on the play. Intended for Libert. This will bring up a third and ten for the Falcons. Lock stopped a minute, 13 left again. Falcons leading 50 to 27. Here late in this second quarter. A class three district five matchup, also a Tri-Counties Conference matchup. Five wide receivers, three on the far side, one on two on the near side, rather. Hair dropping back has pressure. Just overthrew his receiver again. He had pressure and just airmailed it. A pass intended for Weeberg. So that will bring up a fourth down. Last time they had a fourth down. They just threw an interception. But that was probably just as good, if not better, than a punt. We'll take a long look over at the sidelines. Doc stopped a minute eight here before halftime. And receivers either way. Now we'll split off the back. So they'll have five receivers. Dropping back his hair, looking far side. Just overthrew everybody again, so it'll be a turnover on downs. Hair starting to look like he's losing his accuracy. His receiver had the defender beat. By a couple of steps, it was wide open, and he just threw it way too far in front. So the Eagles will take over on their own 17-yard line. A minute and three left here before halftime. They trail 50 to 27. We'll see what the Eagles have drawn up. They should get the ball to start the second half, so... Just like last week, we could see a two-for-one possession opportunity here. Actually, last week was really a three-for-one. Two receivers either way. All on the near hash here. Stillman takes the low snap, gets it, has some pressure, and he slides down at the 10, lost his footing. He'll be down on the 10-yard line. That is not what they were wanting to do. Clock rolling again at 45 seconds. That might be the deciding factor here what the Eagles are going to do this remaining time. It's now a second and 16. Ball at the at their own 10-yard line. Simmons will give it off to Morris trying to work the end around on the jet sweep. He's got some room, and he's going to be tackled near the original line of scrimmage. Clock rolling still. We'll bring up a third and eight. He got about eight yards on that play. Two seconds on the clock. Eagles just get it snapped off. They give it to Bowles. He takes it 
short yardage. However, that will take us to halftime. As that will take us to a score at halftime of 50 to 27. We'll pause here and be back with uh, some halftime stats. Other information as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kindergarten sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinderprep offerings include three and five full-day sessions with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Liberal Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Oh, Lord. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love oh, it. Love it. <laughs> but we're thinking about Tokyo. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. 
Centurion Cares Innovative Communication Solutions. Well, the band is out here performing here at halftime as uh, it has been a lot of scoring and quickly scoring. And we'll take a look at your scoring summary. Well, it got started off a uh, rather interesting way. Game was kicked off underway to the Blair Oaks Falcons, who proceeded to fumble the ball, recovered by the Eagles. They were unable to score and tried for a field goal. And that was blocked and called a uh, penalty on it. But Blair Oaks was able to score first as they took the ensuing drive. Four plays, 87 yards. Ended it with a 20-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Weedberg. That uh, tried for a two-point conversion. That was good. That pass was to Hall. That's those four plays, 87 yards. Game with 9.26 left in the first quarter. That made it an 8-0 game in favor of Blair Oaks. And in the ensuing kickoff, the Eagles and Bradley Smith would take it 80 yards to the house himself. PAT by Salter was good. That made it 8-7 in favor of the Falcons with 9.12 left to go in the first quarter. And the Falcons would score their ensuing kickoff. They would take it 90 yards to the house. Returned by Harrigan. That was with 8.57 left in the first quarter. The PAT was good on that. That made it a 15-7 ball game in favor of Blair Oaks. Then the Eagles would score again on a one-yard touchdown run by their quarterback, Stillman. They went for a two-point conversion to tie it up. It was no good. That was a six-play, 75-yard drive. That came with 6-12 left to go in the first quarter. That made it a 15-13 ball game. Then Blair Oaks would score on a one-yard touchdown pass by their running back in Barber. PAT was good. That was a five-play, 65-yard drive. That was with 4.45 left in the first quarter. That made it a 22-13 score, still in favor of Blair Oaks. Then Blair Oaks would score again on a four-yard touchdown run by their quarterback in here. The PAT was good. That was an eight-play, 35-yard drive. That came with 2.16 left in the first quarter. That lengthened the score 29-13 in favor of Blair Oaks. Then the Eagles would score on a 50-yard touchdown run by Bowles. PAT by Salter was good. That was a three-play, 66-yard drive, coming with 125 left to go in the first quarter. That made it a 29-20 ball game. Then Blair Oaks would score on a two-yard touchdown run by Barber. PAT was good. That was a three-play, 55-yard drive. That came with 19 seconds left in the first quarter. That made it a 36-20 score. Then Blair Oaks would score in the second quarter. On a 79-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Glosser, that was uh, PAT was good. That was one play, 79-yard drive. That was with 6:48 left to go before halftime. That made it 43 to 20. Then Blair Oaks would score this time on a two-yard touchdown run by their starting quarterback in Dylan Hare. The PAT was good. That was an eight-play, 80-yard drive that took that happened at 2:25 before halftime. That made it a 15 to 20 score. Then the Eagles would score on a six-yard touchdown pass from Stillman to Morris. That was a two-play, 30-yard drive. That took us to the minute and 41 second mark before halftime. That made the score 50-27, to 27, which is where we sit here at halftime as the Falcons leading the Eagles 50-27. to 27. And still continuing to perform out on the field. 
as we're going to take a quick break and then look at some of the other area actions. So we'll take a break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swain and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I would hope you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kindergarten through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Oh, wow. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, <laughs> oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon.
Well, both teams still in the locker room here at halftime. Yet to see either one make their way out. Fans did a nice job performing, entertaining everybody here at halftime. We'll take a look at some of the other area games in a second. And Blake Gasway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network. Flying solo this week. Normally I'm joined by Mike Freeze, but he is out of town on vacation this week. So I don't blame him for heading out of town, but uh, sure miss him on the broadcast tonight. I know he's listening, and hopefully he enjoys his time away. It's much deserved, so kudos for him to get out and enjoy some time with family and have a little vacation. But take a look at some of the other area games, and I'll be honest, I have not had a chance to even – Think about taking a look at uh, find the scores. He does an excellent job of doing our color commentary and also keeping you up to date on other area scores here at halftime. But uh, some of those other games in another Class 3, District 5, and Tri-Counties matchup, the Boonville Pirates, who sit at 6-1, and one, are at Eldon taking on the Mustangs. Eldon sitting at 2-5 and five on their season. The Versailles Tigers, they are 1-6. They are hosting the Osage Indians. They are 2-5 and five on their season. For the Mexico Bulldogs, that's another Class 3 District 5 opponent. They are hosting the Moberly Spartans. Moberly comes in sitting at 2-5 and five on their season so far. Fulton Hornets, again, a district opponent. They are 0-6 on the season. They are playing, or hosting, rather, Kirksville, the Kirksville Tigers at 4-3. and three. And then, of course, our game here. At the Blair Oaks Falcons hosting the Southern Boone County Eagles. And it's 50-27 to 27 score in favor of the Falcons here at halftime. And then uh, another Tri-County Conference matchup, the Hallsville Indians, who are 7-0 unbeaten on the season. They are hosting the California Pintos, who sit at 5-2 on their season. Take a look at some of the other area games, the Hickman Cupies. They are hosting the Rockbridge Bruins. The Cupies coming in at 2-5 and five on the season. For Rockbridge, they sit at 3-4. and four. The Battle Spartans, they are hosting the Jeff City Jays. The Spartans coming in at 4-2, and two, the Jays sitting at 3-4. and four. The Elias Catholic Crusaders, they are on the road. They are playing in Sedalia, playing the Sedalia Smith Cotton Tigers. That game at Sedalia. Crusaders 6-1 and one for the Tigers. They sit at 1-6. Capital City Cavaliers, they are 1-6. They are at Winnetonka taking on the Griffins. That's in Kansas City. That uh, team there, the Griffins, sit at 4-3. and three. The Harrisburg Bulldogs, they're sitting at 6-1. and one. They are at home hosting the Scotland County Tigers. They sit at 3-4. and four. For the Fayette Falcons, they are 6-1. and one. They are at Salisbury against the Panthers, who sit at 1-5 and five on the season. The uh, Cole County R1 Indians at Russellville, who are 2-4. and four. They're at Sherwood taking on the Marksmen. That in Creighton, Missouri, that is and 0 and 17, there are the marksmen. Father Tolton Trailblazers, they sit at 4 and 2 here. They are in Columbia. They are hosting the Cuba Wildcats, who are 0 and 7 on the season. And the Centralia Panthers, who are 4 and 3, are playing on the road at Macon, taking on the Tigers. And Macon sits at 3 and 4 on the season as well. So that's some of the other area games. Also have uh, some big games this weekend as the Mizzou Tigers, they are looking to continue in winning ways after they beat North Texas last week, uh, last Saturday. That was homecoming. They moved to 3-3 three and three on the season. They won by a score of 48-35 to 35. this week. It is Gold Rush as they are 
hosting the Texas A&M squad. And I said tonight's, or sorry, tomorrow's game, Gold Rush. There's uh, be a lot of gold, a sea of gold there at Faroe Field and Memorial Stadium in Columbia for the uh, Texas A&M squad. They come in at 4-2, and two, and again, the Mizzou Tigers, they sit at 3-3. Three and three. And then on Sunday, we'll have some NFL football as the 2-3 and three Kansas City Chiefs will play the 2-3 and three Washington football team, WFT team from Washington. That will be a road game for the Chiefs. That'll be set for a noon kickoff as uh, that game will be on CBS, so you can catch that. Chiefs riding a little bit of a season here that they're not used to as they sit at 2-3. and three. Started off looking to be pretty competitive, but then hit a couple of stretches, had three losses in the last four games, including last week on Sunday Night Football when they faced the 3-1 and one Buffalo Bills and lost to them. I'll be honest, I watched till about halftime, and then I went to bed because I needed to go to work on Monday, and they were playing terrible. Then they had the lightning delay, so I decided to go to bed and get some sleep in. Clearly, it looks like I made the right choice because they did not go on to win the game. We're going to take a quick break and then be back to listen to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care both teams going over their final preparations here before we get the second half of our game underway as the eagles will have the ball to start the second half they trail by a score of 50 to 27. Looks like they are just about set to get the second half underway. Got everything changed over on the scoreboard. They had to give both teams back the timeouts and all those good things. We are set to say 12 minutes left here in this third quarter as soon as play gets underway. Be back to receive will be Smith and Morris for the Eagles. We said they trail by a score of 50 to 27 here. And this Class 3 District 5 matchup. Also, the Tri Counties matchup. And we have a flag, and somebody was offsides. 
four. The Falcons. Hold them back up. They do have a different looking kickoff approach. Instead of being straight across and everybody runs when they do, they kind of arc from hash to near side. They arch around the kicker. So they'll try it again after they back up. That one's another sidewinding kick. It'll drive Smith back to his own 22-yard line. He's going to work to the middle and cut it, try to cut it to the far side. It'll be down about the 35. So that's where Southern Boone County will take over. Temperatures dropping quite rapidly here. Trying to get just a little bit chilly. It did feel more like football weather today. Besides the rain, it felt more like football weather. The Eagles will have it on their own 36-yard line to start the second half here. They work left to right on your media center or your Show Me Sports Network app. Still going to get a snap. He'll pitch it off. To Bowles, he's trying to make something out of nothing. Stops as he tries to go outside, cuts it back in. We'll see, he maybe got a half yard, but he made something out of nothing. So, good job on his part. We'll bring up a second and nine as the Eagles trail 50 to 27. Here to the Falcons. We'll bring up a second. And we'll say a long nine. And Stillman will be in shotgun, has twin receivers either side. He'll drop back, looking near side. Still looking down, throws it up for Morris. He's got it and dropped it. Had it knocked out by the defender. He was on the 40-yard line. He takes a hard spill on the sidelines, but he'll get up, get a pat on the back. As he gets a pat on the back there, but he should have had that. A 24-yard pass play that goes incomplete. That will bring up a new a third down here. That would have been a new set of downs if he would have completed that pass. The twin receivers near side, one on the far side again. Third and long, at third and about nine and a half. Stillman gets the snap. However, I think there was a delay again because there's zero showing on the play clock. That will be the call. So. And we'll get backed up here. Unofficially, the ninth penalty, six for Blair Oaks, but nine for Southern Boone. So now it'll be a third and 14 and a half. We've got to get to the 46-yard line to move the chains. The third and long here for the Eagles after that penalty. We'll take the same formation again. Trip receivers here on the near side, one on the far side. One back in the backfield. That's Bowles. Stillman looking downfield. Hits his receiver, and that's Ash, and does a nice spin move. He's got close to 20 yards. But stepped out of bounds. He's not able to advance it anymore, but he does move the chains. Ash gets a chain mover there for the Eagles as he crosses midfield. Steps out of bounds at the 42-yard line of Blair Oaks. 
Again, one back in the backfield, three receivers near side, one on the far side. And working left to right on your media center or app. Handoff to Bowles, and he's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. And driven back, but forward progress will get him no gain on the play. It'll bring up a second and ten. First half, we saw the run game work, but subsequently it has almost dried up completely here. We start in the second half. Clock rolling, ten and a half to go here in this third quarter. Again, Falcons lead 50 to 27. Rip receivers near side, one on the far side. Stillman has some pressure, dropping back, looking for his receiver in action. He's got it at the 30, and he'll be thrown down there. Nice job of him to run the same route and beat his defender and pick up about 15 yards, move the chains. Ball will be inside the 30, spotted down at the 28-yard line. In nearing 10 minutes to go here in this third quarter. They're all going to look over on the far side to get the play call. Ash will be the lone receiver on the far side. Near side will be John Morris, as well as Glass. In the backfield will be Bowles. He'll stay in a pass protect looking to the far corner. Ball is short, but goes over and almost took it away. Last minute as Ash was trying to come back and get it and almost picked it up over the defender. Almost a star play right there. Nice job of him not to give up on it, try to come back on that underthrown ball. We'll bring up a second. And 10, they'll give it off to Bowles. He lets the first wave through. Now he picks up short yardage. Nice job to kind of duck his shoulder and let the first wave through. I'd say he didn't get anything for that run, so I thought he picked up at least one. We'll bring up another third down. We'll bring up third and 10 here for the Eagles. Clock rolling 9-10 left here in this third quarter again. Falcons leading over the Eagles, 50-27. Bowles will be in the backfield on this third down. Stillman in shotgun has twin receivers either way. Eagles have some pressure. Stillman rolling. He's going to be taken down on a quarterback sack as the Falcons showed they were going to bring the house, and they did, and he's going to be taken down for a nine-yard sack. Stillman is sacked. It'll bring up a fourth and 19 now. The ball now at the 37-yard line. Eagles have twin receivers either way. Bowles in the backfield. Stillman in shotgun. They show pressure. They bring it. He'll fake it. Now give it off to Morris, trying to work the end around. He's still trying to work it. Has some help. Have a flag come in either holding or a block in the back, and he's going to be way short of even getting down to the original line of scrimmage. Let's see what they call, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a penalty against the Eagles. All right now, rest on the 39-yard line from the Eagles, most likely. 
it was a hold call, so they will decline this and take over the 39-yard line. Blair Oaks will take it at the 39-yard line. They do lead 50-27. to 27. There will keep it himself, and he'll take it up the middle. He's across the first wave, still working to the far side. Make two, three men miss. He'll be down in Eagles territory down near the 35. He just made that look too easy. He picks up 20-plus yards there. Trip receivers near side. Two on the far side. His hair will have an empty backfield. He'll be in shotgun. He'll get the snap looking near side, looking down to the corner of the end zone, and has his receiver wide open. That's Harrigan, and he takes it in for a 37-yard touchdown. He goes for a 37-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Harrigan. As he was wide open, walks into the end zone. Come on to try the PAT. Snap is down. Kick is up. Looks like kick is good, and it is. Harrigan gets another touchdown to his credit. That. Makes it a 57-27 ball game. We'll pause here. We'll be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. As a former veteran, for two years, I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan, and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I would hope you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you earn. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. Well, the Falcons make quick work. They march down the field and score. Smith will get another chance to crack at this. He takes it about his own 18. He'll work with the 30 before he's taken down there. Let's see where they officially spot it. Spotted at the 29 yard line. That score now 57 to 27 in favor of Blair Oaks. No ball on their own 29 yard line. And they'll send one in motion. That's Morris. Stillman dropping back, looking downfield, throwing for. Evans, and it's going to be almost intercepted in and out of the hands of Weber. He is unable to come down with that, what probably should have been interception, but will 
Make a second and ten now for the Eagles. That'll be second and ten. Again, ball spotted at the 29-yard line for Southern Boone County. They trail 57-27. Lock stop, 7.25 left to go here in this third quarter. Gilman will be in shotgun again. Twin receivers either way. Now they're bringing pressure on the Falcons, and he's going to throw a little screen pass, dump it off to Evans. He outruns some of his blocks. Actually, that's Bowles, rather. He will get near the 40, so he'll pick up a new set of downs. Job to just run a little screen there. That will move the chains for Southern Boone. All at the 41-yard line. Eagles trying to put this drive together. Lock again rolling, nearing seven to go here in this third quarter. Trip receivers on the far side, one here on the near side. Bowls in the backfield. Gilman will get the shotgun snap. Looking downfield, now he's going to have some pressure. Step up in the pocket, he'll keep it himself. He's got four or five yards, makes one man miss. Runs into bowls, he'll be down near another set of downs. So, ran into bowls and cuts to the inside. Bounces off him like a pinball, picks up eight yards. Nice job of him to make something out of nothing as the defense had good coverage downfield. He picks up eight yards, it'll bring up a second and short. Gilman came into the game. Having a good average last week. He's averaged 7.6 yards a carry. Low snap, but he'll get it pitching off to Bowles. He had to wait on it. Another first down into Falcons territory. He'll be down inside the 45. That will be another set of downs. Bowles will check out. Checking in is Bradley Smith. The ball will be spotted on the 42-yard line of the Falcons. John and Morris here on the near side, on the far side. Two receivers as well. They'll send Morris in motion. Gilman will get the shotgun snap. He's rolling in the near side. He's going to keep it himself, makes a read. He'll have four or five yards. Pile still driving, still pushing. It's going to be down. Near the 40 at the 41-yard line. Gilman reading the defense there. Decides to keep it himself. He had Smith there as an option. Decided to keep it himself. We'll bring up a second and four now. And clock continuing to roll. 5-16 and counting here in this third quarter. Blair Oaks leads 57-27. And twin receivers either direction. Gilman in shotgun. He's going to survey the defense. Now they'll back out to the Falcons of their pressure. He's dropping back. He'll have to roll here to the near side. Now he'll keep it himself. He's going to be at the 30. He'll slide there. and Looks like he will pick up the first down. He'll be spotted on the 31-yard line. That's enough to move the chains. Keep the drive going. Gilman tying his shoe real quick. Clock will start in just a second. 423 and counting here in this third quarter. And a 30-point lead for the Falcons. Twin receivers either way. Stillman 
being shotgun again. They send Morris in motion. They give it to Smith, who's met immediately and just able to lunge forward to get back to the original line. Well, they said they lost a yard, so could not get back to the original line of scrimmage. Now we'll bring up a second and 11. Uh, three receivers on the far side, one here on the near side. Stillman, again in shotgun, has Smith behind him. He's surveying the defense. Now they'll drop all four linebackers back to the Falcons. Looking near side, getting his pass complete. Down near the 25. Got that to John. The short of the first down. Not by much. Bring up a third down here, third and very short. Rock stop, 3.51 left here in this third quarter. They'll line up Morris, Evans, and Ash on the far side. Here on the near side will be John. Smith in the backfield, Stillman will be in shotgun. They'll get the snap, they'll give it off to Bradley Smith. He's working, spun around a couple times, it'll fall forward, picks up. Three yards, but needed one, so he'll have a new set of downs. Falcons' defense was quickly there to throw him down, but spun him around a couple times, and he was able to lunge forward and pick up the first down. Ball inside on the 19-yard line, inside the 20, on the red zone. Clock rolling, 3.40 left here in the third quarter. Trip receivers near side, one on the far side. Gilman again in shotgun. He'll point out some traffic. Looks like they're bringing pressure, and they are. As he's looking for the corner and just overthrew everybody who was intended to get it to his senior receiver and Tate John, and Stillman took a big shot there by the defense. He is a little slow to get up. He just got planted back near the 30-yard line. Falcons showed they were going to bring pressure, and they stayed in it. Brought the house. The twin receivers either way. Stillman looks like he'll be in shotgun. Has Smith behind him a couple yards. They'll bring up a second and 10 ball at the 19-yard line. They'll send Morris in motion, flip it off to him as he's working the end around, still trying to stretch it out. He's running out of real estate. He'll just try to dive toward the original line of scrimmage and might have lost a yard. See where they place it. He did lose a yard. They'll bring up a third and 11. His ball spawned on the 20. Trying to stretch it out, but just ran out of room. That defensive end did not bite on the play, stayed at home. That'll bring up third and 11. One receiver here on the near side. Three up top. They're all bunched up. Gilman will send. One emotion. That's Evans has some pressure, but they do a nice little screen pass. Trying to work around traffic is Ash, and he'll have it near the 10-yard line, trying to push the pile and lean it over. So he'll pick up on this third and 11. He'll pick up about 10 yards. Nice job there of letting that pressure turned up, turned into be a little screen pass of sorts. 
And that pressure go, dumps it off to his receiver. It'll bring up a fourth down. Holt will check back in for Smith. 57-27, your score with Blair Oaks. They bring in the heavy package. Stillman has it, but he did not get it as he was stood straight up at the line of scrimmage. And that pile did not get any push to it. It'll be a turnover on downs. So Blair Oaks will take over on the turnover on downs. As the Eagles go for it. And cannot pick up fourth and short. Clock stopped at 224 left here in this third quarter. Good 30-point lead for the Falcons. Late substitutions in here for the Eagles as the Falcons have trip receivers here on the near side, one on the far side. They'll give it on the end around to Barber. He makes one man miss, delivers a blow to a second one. He'll pick up about seven yards, maybe eight. Actually, they only say picked up. They picked up seven, so either a long seven or short six, however you want to look at it. They bring up second and short. And twin receivers on either side. At that, now it's twins near side, trips on the far side. They'll send one in motion here to the near side. They'll give it on the end around. Again, carrying it there is Barber, and he'll pick up just enough to move the chains. Ball at the 24-yard line of the Falcons. New set of downs got to work with. And five receivers here. Clock under a minute and a half to go here in this third quarter. There we'll look over, send Barber in motion. He'll keep it himself, looking downfield. Throws a strike to his receiver at the 40. He'll be up into there. That's Liebert. Liebert gets it near the 45. He'll be just shy of that, but moves the chains again. Nice job of just the crossing route there. Completes it to Libert at the 43-yard line. So moves the chains again. Five wide receivers again here in an empty backfield. Junior starting quarterback. Sends some motion. Now take it back on the far side here. Has it. He's going to keep it himself. Start up the middle. Now cut here on the near side. Switch hands with the football. He'll be across midfield before he steps out. So he'll have close to eight, nine yards. He picked up eight yards. Nice job of the defense to have good coverage downfield. Nowhere for him to throw it. it brings up a second and two. Box stop, 53 seconds left here in this third quarter. Again, a 30-point lead for the Falcons. Arrow get the snap. He'll hand it off. Fake it, actually keep it himself. And he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage before... He has tripped up. Probably should have gave it to his back. Clock will continue to run. They do have to snap one more play here before the end of the third quarter. Three receivers far side, one near side. Here will look over and get the play call. Has a back behind him, just in his left hip pocket. 
They give it to Barber. He rolls his way forward. He'll pick up the first down. Well, we'll move the chains. They'll wind the clock. It should take us to the most likely the end of the third quarter. They're going to let the clock expire. So that will take us to the end of three. It's still 57-27. Your score in favor of Blair Oaks. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverwell Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers senior prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, but the student body comprises families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full day sessions, with kindergarten offering half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573 634 3983. into the field as Blair Oaks has possession of the football. They do lead 57-27. So it'll be first and 10 ball at the 46-yard line of the Eagles. So with the changing of the field here, now Blair Oaks will be working left to right on your media center or your Show Me Sports Network app. Harold Pumpfake looking downfield, had the receiver, overthrew everybody. Incomplete pass. We'll bring up a second and 10. Was intended for Harrigan, 6'150-pound senior. So that'll bring up a second and 10. And hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Clyde Gasler here with you. We'll have... Two receivers, far side three on the near side. Hare will get the snap. Looking, hits his receiver, and Weberg does a nice job to make one man miss. Now makes another one miss. He picks up 15 yards before he's stripped down across the 30. Maybe another set of downs here for the Falcons. They do spot the ball at the 29-yard line of the Eagles. It'll be a first and 10 from there. Win receivers either way. They'll check off the three and a wing. They'll send in motion. Who will get the handoff? Is Weberg trying to work the end around? And he squirts through, picks up about five yards. They actually only gained like four yards. So to bring up a second and six clock. Rolling 11.05 left here in regulation. Blair Oaks leading 57-27. And twin receivers either direction. Harrell being shotgun. Get the snap. He's rolling here to the near side. Looking downfield. Now he's got to revert the other way. And they're going to take him down for a sack near the 40-yard line. And a host of Eagles there to throw him down. First sack of the ball game for the Eagles defense. 
That'll make it a third and very long now. It's third and almost 20. Third and a long 19. They've got to get to the 20-yard line to pick up a new set of downs. Ball spotted at the 39-yard line. They've got to go 19 yards here on this third down play if they want to keep the drive alive. Timeout called by Blair Oaks says there was three seconds on the play clock. So they take that. It's 10.06 left here in this fourth quarter. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Oh, wow. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. Oh, I love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. I know a guy. You know an agent, too. It's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-741-3405. Yeah, the timeout called as Play clock was winding down for the Eagles. Well, they've got this third down and 19 play. I have twin receivers. That's going to be two far side, three here on the near side. Again, I like to go into backfield. Here has it. Looking downfield. Has a wide open receiver. He's got it into the end zone for a touchdown. That caught by Adam Hall. That goes as a 39-yard touchdown pass from Hare. To Hall, the cap, a an 11 play, 89 yard drive. Add to that margin of lead for Blair Oaks. We will come on to try the PAT. The kick is up and kick is good. So with that, it now 65-27. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns, by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. A ball teed up. We'll be kicking to uh, Smith. And Morris, as Smith will take it about his own 15 on the far side, makes one man miss. Just lost the football, and I think Blair Oaks recovered it. We'll see who comes up with the pile. Well, they actually say that the Eagles dodge a bullet. 
come back with it. Somehow, some way, they were able to come down and keep the football. They're going to spot it on the 35-yard line. That's where Eagles will set up shop. They will have twin receivers either way. Hopping back. Is Stillman looking downfield. He has McKee wide open. He's going to catch it at the 40, the 30, the 20, the 15, 10, 5. He's going to be taken down just shy of the end zone. As great play there by McKee to get his defender beat and get upfield. That will set them up at a first and goal here for a 62-yard pass play. They're looking to try to cut into this deficit. It's 64-27 at the moment. They will all jog down to the other end, and that's a big play right there. They have a delay of game called, so... They will back up. Not what the Eagles wanted to do there. Officially the 10th penalty. Since them here in the ballgame, we had more, but declined. So it will be first and goal at the eight-yard line. One receiver near side, three on the far side. Bowles will be in the backfield. Hillman will get the shotgun snap. He's rolling to the far side. Bowles stays in to help give some protection. Stillman's directing traffic, and he's going to be taken down for a quarterback sack at the 25-yard line. That's another one of those things that you cannot let happen on the play. Well, they had a penalty and then a huge sack there, so what should have been First and goal on the three-yard line is now a second and goal at the 22-yard line. And these are things that they'll watch in game film and talk about. But Hillman's got to throw that away, not take a 14-yard sack there. Five seconds on the play clock, still rolling 4-3. They'll get the snap off. Stillman has pressure. He's going to be taken down again, drop the football. We'll see if they call a fumble. If they say he was down, they say it is a fumble. And it is recovered by the Falcons as slow to get up. He is Stillman. And it rains and pours. That will be a turnover in what should have been a First and goal at the three turns into a whole lot of trouble. So now it'll be Blair Oaks football on their own 37-yard line. 5.50 to go here in this final quarter. And clock continuing to roll. It's a 64-27 score. I have twin receivers on either side. 
Send one in motion. Hare will give it off to the man streaking across the field, and he'll be taken down. That is Wilde on the carry. He'll pick up a couple yards. Bring up a second and eight. So second and eight. Will be a handoff quickly up the middle, but a fumble, and the Eagles are going to fall on it. The Eagles get the ball back. I didn't see who dropped it, but somebody did. And the Eagles get it back. Both teams exchanging fumbles right now. It'll be ball on the 41-yard line. Of the Falcons, 64-27 your score, under four and a half to go here in regulation. Stillman still in there. We'll get the shotgun snap. Had to go up and get it. Evans bobbles it, but got it back down to himself. He makes the first wave miss. Now he'll be tackled after uh, maybe a half-yard gain. It's a high snap, and Evans had to go up and poke it down. Stillman had to poke it down to himself. Because of that, that's a timing play when you bring Evans across the face of the play, so he had to get a quick hand on it, but was able to, and gets it back to the original line of scrimmage. We'll bring up a second and ten. No gain on the play. Under four to go here in regulation. Send another man in motion. Morris to the near side. Throw a little screen pass to him. He's got five yards, cuts inside. He's got ten. He's across the 30 at the 25. Makes one man miss. He'll take it to the house. As he will take it 41 yards into the end zone, and there is a late hit as Morris was knocked out of bounds, and he is still down as Blair Oaks' player comes up and tackles him after he was well into the end zone. Coaching staff, athletic director for Southern Boone County come over as he ran into the one of the uh, practice equipment pieces down there. They're going to check with him, make sure he is okay. And that is uncalled for, particularly when you're ahead, 64 to 27. But that's easy to say when we're up here and not down there on the field, letting the emotions get to you. So he's going to be checked out as athletic director Dale Long down there checking him out. That takes everything to a halt right here. Check to see what the official says as well. So it goes as a 41-yard touchdown pass from Stillman to Morris. It's going to be two personal fouls, one on each team, one for the late hit and then retaliation. So the touchdown does stand. Of course, this is the first time for the official's mic to go out. So it goes as a two-play, 41-yard drive. 
3.32 left in the fourth quarter. Salter will come on to try the PAT. Everybody gets back situated here to try to finish this game and keep it as clean as possible. Salter. Have his kick. Looks long enough, straight enough. It is good. That makes it back to a 30-point game. As a 64-34 game in favor, in, in uh, favor rather, of Blair Oaks. We will take a break here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. Second for the Eagles by their kicker in Carter Salter. Clock stop, 3.32 left to go here in regulation. As Salter will tee it up, do a little squib kick. He's going to be taken by one of the up men at the 35. He's going to be spun around across the 40, taken down near the 45 or so. That's where Fulton, that's where uh, the Falcons will take over. They mark it at the 40 times they do. The Falcons will have it at the 45-yard line. Do have substitutions in the ball game for Falcons. That's Hagner, our quarterback. Uh, five receivers given on the end round. Two players checked in. He's going to be taken down quickly. Ball carrier. That is Nick Foster. He will have no gain on the play, so bring up seconds and ten. As Luke Hagner, the sophomore, 5,840-pound, the new quarterback of the game. He'll have 10 receivers either way. He'll have him back in his right pocket. He'll get the shotgun snap. He'll keep himself rolling here to the near side. He's got 5, 10 yards. He's off to the races. Well, he's going to take it to the house himself. He's at the 10-5. He will take it in for 55 yards. Hagner takes it in himself and 55 yards out. Adds back to that lead to Blair Oaks. Hagner checked in and relief 
Effort. He'll come on to try the PAT. Comes with 235 in the fourth quarter. Dan pitches up. Pitch is good. So that makes it a 71 to 34 ball game. We'll pause and uh, be right back as you're listening to exclusive coverage. Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions for forward-thinking businesses. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, predictive dialer, outbound call notifications, Cloud services, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. Your customers will have access to information they need quickly and accurately. Most importantly, this allows customers to interact with your business on their terms at times that are convenient for them. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. They'll kick off already underway as Bradley Smith takes it way down the field, does a nice job of taking it about 60 yards. Ends up near the 25-yard line, but there's lots of yellow flags on the field. There's a flag back at the 39-yard line of the Eagles, and there's a flag at the 26-yard line of the Falcons. We'll check to see what they're going to call. It'll be a holding call. Holding call on the Eagles and a personal foul call on the Falcons. So we got that. Part of that from the officials. Either way, it will be still Southern Boone County's football. We'll just see where they're going to mark it. All right. So ball will be spotted at the 44-yard line of the Eagles, so that's where they will set up for this possession. Clock stopped at 215. 71-34, your score in favor of the Falcons. Pretty sure the Falcons have somebody in the neutral zone right now as his head's across the football, but no call. Tillman looking downfield, throws it up for his receiver. It's going to be intercepted at the 25-yard line. So we'll go back to... Blair Oaks. Hagner gets the interception. He's just took it 55 yards himself to the house. Ball will be on the 22-yard line of the Falcons. 
They lead 71-34. Wagner will be in shotgun again. He'll have three receivers. Now four, maybe four receivers. Now we're back somebody back in the backfield. One receiver far side, three here on the near side. Breakers in running back. He's keeping himself. He's Hagner. He'll be taken down after a couple-yard gain. We're nearing a minute to go here in regulation. A 71-34 score in favor of... The Falcons. So they're trying to run as much time off as they can. 45 seconds left. Agner hauling out, collaring out the call that he wants. Five on the play clock. They'll get the snap. He'll keep it himself. Roll to the near side. He's going to be taken down quickly in the backfield. See how quickly they want to set the ball. Doesn't matter because Falcons do not have to snap the ball if they choose not to. It's about an 11-second difference on the play clock and the game clock. 15 on the on the game clock, 24 on the play clock. So it looks like, for intents and purposes, they will let this wind down. You hear a countdown by the fans, and that is the end of the ball game. And your final score as Blair Oaks Falcons 71 in the... Southern Boone County Eagles, 34. We'll pause here and get into your postgame show as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway and his crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, 
Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. Well, it was a tough night for the Southern Boone County Eagles as they knew coming in when you face Blair Oaks. It is always a tout, tough team and... They found that out as Blair Oaks wins by a score of 71 to 34 in our game that uh, we saw 105 points scored. And the way it started off, it looked like we could see even more points as Blair Oaks got the opening kickoff. However, they fumbled it, and the Eagles were able to recover it. Then they were unable to get in the end zone, tried a field goal, but it was blocked or kicked into the back of the linemen and some confusion ensued but either way Blair Oaks got the ball as they got it on their own 13 yard line where they proceeded to take it 87 yards down the field and they scored on a 20 yard touchdown pass from here to Weberg the PAT they went for two point conversion rather that was a pass good to Hall was a four-play, 87-yard drive. That made it an 8 to nothing score with 9.26 left to go in the first quarter. In the ensuing kickoff, the Eagles would take it 80 yards to the house as Bradley Smith would take it those 80 yards on that return. Salter, come on for the PAT. That was good. That made it an 8-7 to score with 9.12 left to go in the first quarter. Then the next kickoff, that would be taken 90 yards to the house, that time by Harrigan for the... Blair Oaks Falcons, he takes it 90 yards. PAT was good. That was with 8.57 left in the first quarter. That made it a 15-7 ball game. Then the Eagles would score, this time on a one-yard touchdown run by Stillman. They tried a two-point conversion to tie it up. The touchdown put them two points down. Two-point conversion would have tied it, but it was incomplete. That was a six-play, 75-yard drive. That was with 6.12 left to go in that first quarter. That gave us a 15-13 score in favor of Blair Oaks. Then Blair Oaks would score on a one-yard touchdown run by Barber. PAT was good. That was a five-play, 65-yard drive. That was with 4.45 left in the first quarter. That made it 22-13. Then the Falcons would score again, this time on a four-yard touchdown run by Hare. PAT was good. That was an eight-play, 35-yard drive. That was with 2.16 left in the first quarter. That made it 29-13. Then the Eagles would score on a 50-yard touchdown run. By Bowles, PAT was good by Salter. That was a three-play, 66-yard drive. That was with 125 left to go in the first quarter. That made it a 29-20 score in favor of the Falcons. And Blair Oaks would score again on a two-yard touchdown run by Barber. PAT was good. That came with 19 seconds left before the end of the first quarter. That was a three-play, 55-yard drive. That made it 36-20. And that would end the first quarter. Second quarter would have the Falcons scoring on a 79-yard touchdown pass from here to closer, Classer, rather, that was a uh, PAT was good. Closer, that's what I meant to say. That was a one-play 79-yard drive. That was with 6.48 left to go before halftime. That made the score 43-20. to 
Then a two-yard touchdown run by Blair Oaks. PAT was good. That was an eight-play, 80-yard drive. That was a 225 left to go before halftime. That made it a 50-20 score. Southern Boone would punch it in before halftime on a six-yard touchdown pass from Stillman to Morris. PAT by Salter was good. That was a two-play, 30-yard drive. That was a 141 left before halftime. That made it 50-27. to And that is the score that took us to halftime. And in the third quarter, Blair Oaks would score on a 37-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Hare again. PAT was good. That was a two-play 61-yard drive. That was a 740 left in the third quarter. That made it a 57-27 score. That would take us through the end of three. Then the Falcons would score on a 39-yard touchdown pass from Hare to Hall. PAT was good. That was an 11-play 89-yard drive with 958 left to go in the fourth quarter. That made it a 64-27 score. Then Southern Boone County would score on a 41-yard touchdown pass from Stillman to Morris, who paid the price by getting a late hit after he scored that touchdown and being shoved out and fell into some of the practice equipment, but he did get up and walk off under his own power. Uh, PAT by Salter was good. That was a two-play, 41-yard drive. That was a 332 left to go in the ball game. That was a 64-34 score at that point, and then a 55-yard run. By backup quarterback in Hagner, PAT was good. That was a two-play, 55-yard drive. That came with 2.35 left to go in the fourth quarter. That made the score 71-34 to in favor of Blair Oaks, and that is where our game ended with that uh, score. That took us to the end of regulation as Blair Oaks gets the 71-34 to score. Of course, uh, Blair Oaks moves to 6-2 and two in the on the season and 4-2 and two in district play, in Class 3, District 5 play. For the Southern Moon County Eagles, they fall to three and five on the season, and three and four in district play is where they drop this game this evening. You know, though, coming in that Blair Oaks is a tough, tough task, and the Falcons showed that uh, they were ready to play as they came. But you know what? I have to say, hats off to the Eagles players because they also showed that they were ready to play as uh, they went down and stole the opening kickoff back, just unable to punch it in, but they were close and uh, hung with the Falcons, who are also, mind you, the uh, Class Three defending state champions from last year with a record of 13-1. and They also won the state championship in 2018 with a 15-0 uh, record as well. So they're a good quality team and a good quality opponent. But like I said, they, they hung with them. For a while, but just got overmatched as we uh, got further into the game. Are some other games around the area? As I said, flying solo tonight. Mike Freeze could not make the game tonight. He's on vacation, so there were some other games going around, but didn't have a chance to look up any of the scores. You just have to uh, check out your local media tomorrow to get some of those scores. As I uh, won't pass them on tonight. So for the Falcons. They will play next week. They'll be on the road at Osage. They'll be taking on the Indians at Osage for the Eagles. They will also be on the road. They'll finish the two-game road skid to end the regular season play. They will be at California taking on the Pintos there as uh, myself and Mike Freeze, I believe he'll be back in town. But uh, We will have the call of that game. Pre-game will start about 6.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Kickoff set for 7 o'clock. As, uh, that's pretty much going to do it for the broadcast tonight. Temperature has dropped. It feels very much like football here in Missouri. We had some rain uh, most of the day and had uh, a little bit during some of the warm-ups, early, early warm-ups. Uh, but once we got going 
into our pregame and stuff. The rain stayed away, but that temperature has dropped here at the ballpark. And it is a little chilly out there, but that's going to do it for our broadcast for uh, well, just me, for myself, Blake Gasly. Hopefully you've enjoyed tonight's broadcast. Remember, if you haven't done so, be sure and like us on uh, Facebook. Just search the Show Me Sports Network. You'll find us there. You can like our page and uh, see all the different information and some of the things we pass along. Also, a reminder, too, that if you're unable to catch the game or you want to go back and listen to it any time after the fact, you've got to give me a little bit of time to get it uploaded, but all of our games are archived. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find our broadcast. Just search for the Show Me Sports Network, and you can find us. We're on iTunes uh, as well as iHeartRadio and Spotify and uh, all kinds of good, good ones. Tune in and like 30-some places you can find our games that are archived. So if you want to go back and listen to it, or if you can't listen to one of the games, you can go back and listen after the fact and uh, be able to catch that as well. So until we talk to you next Friday night, as we'll be coming to you from California, as we'll have pregame about 6.30 with kickoff set for 7 o'clock. Until we talk to you then, so long. This is Blake Gasway signing off. So long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network. Blake Gazaway and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Mm-hmm.